Hi, this is Dr. Adrian. Welcome to Health Bite, the podcast where we explore all things health and wellness. Hi there, and welcome back to Health Bite, our podcast that discusses all things health and wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Adrian, and I'm excited today to have with me a special guest, Carly Pavlinak. She is the founder and CEO of a WAM, of not a WAM, but the WAM, <laughs> which is a platform that was very timely uh, created right before COVID to offer online fitness from uh, world famous uh, trainers to people around the world. So welcome to our show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me here. Again, I'm really, um, I'm really intrigued by how perfectly timed this app was, uh, because now all things fitness, uh, or almost all things fitness are online via mm-hmm. YouTube or Zoom, et cetera. Um, but you came up with this, with this concept before um, there was, well, there was a need, but before there was such a dramatic need. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I'll... I'll a bit before is when um, the idea and company started as actually in 2017 when I was um, going through yoga teacher training. And for me, what I love about fitness is how you feel inside the class and the things that you learn from the instructor. And yes, the movement um, part of it, but it's the words and, you know, the guidance and the advice that you take within the class and how you grow there and how you take that outside into the real world, into work or into family or relationships. And um, that's really where I fell in love with fitness is through um, paddleboard yoga and signed up Mm -hmm. to be a yoga instructor, even though I suck (laughs) and I'm not flexible and, you know, all of those things, but, you know, it was pushing yourself outside of your norm or your comfort zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to learn more and you know, when I was going through the process, um, you know, building up a client base and creating, um, you know, those, those connections, I wanted to be able to reach more people and help more people across the world. And, um, you know, giving people the ability, um, to do that themselves. I went and taught paddleboard yoga in Hawaii and lived on a farm for a little bit and worked at an architecture firm. This was the summer before I graduated, um, from North Carolina state university. Um, And that's kind of where the idea was born for the platform and to really get a platform together that's about community, about bringing people together and kind of, um, you know, staying away from where fitness is and the industry is now, but um, so focused on looks and aesthetics and more towards, you know, your real progress. And, you know, that's so different depending on who you are. It could be, you know, not working out, not moving your body at all and going and working out two times a week for 30 minutes, that's real progress. So, um, you know, really, really um, figuring out what that is for, um, for every single person out there and giving people access to these um, high quality VIP trainers. Yeah, we talk about that a lot, actually, on, on this podcast about how exercise is so tightly connected to weight or weight loss or to a particular physique. Mm -hmm. And there's so many benefits of movement and exercise that are far grander, right? That far surpass Mm -hmm. the the weight loss piece. And in fact, exercise really isn't so associated with weight loss. It's much more what you eat, but exercise is associated with, you know, cognition and productivity in the workplace. And of Mm -hmm. course, mood, 
um, and all these other health parameters. So there's so many benefits. And to your point, it doesn't take very much. So even if people engage in, you know, small amounts, right, they can achieve benefits. Mm -hmm. But that's still a tough sell, I feel like. And, you know, this, this platform that you've created, again, you brought up the word access, which is so important. But even with access, people feel um, like it's a challenge to self-motivate. Do you find that, uh, that that has been a barrier? And if so, how do you get people over that hump? Yeah, that's definitely a challenge is the motivation. And, you know, what we found and um, talking with people is really finding, you know, your why behind why you're doing it. It's not, you know, movement because you hate yourself. It's movement because you love yourself, because you want to be able to pick up your kids and, and play with them when you're 60 years old, because you want to be able to have like a healthy life and um, a healthy body. So it's really figuring out your why and, you know, why you want to get into it. And, um, you know, really creating that, um, that habit as part of your routine and not just, oh, man, I have to go to the gym, or I have to do this. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm actually finding something that I that I love to do. Like, I love this, you know, dance style cardio class. I love this uh, strength and agility football training um, movement and just finding things that you really enjoy is the key to, you know, staying with any fitness routine is it's that it's not a chore. It's that it's something fun to do. Yeah. There's a couple of things that I love that you said I want to pick up on. And one is, um, you know, the fact that it's not a punishment or as you said, a mm -hmm. chore, right. That we shouldn't use exercise as something that uh, is punishment for like having eaten something decadent. It should be its mm -hmm. own thing. And also to find something that you really find joyful. And a lot of times people don't consider jumping around their house, dancing around the house, jumping on the trampoline as mm -hmm. exercise, but all these forms of mute movement, which may be more joyful than getting on a treadmill is joyful, right? And then also most important point I think is really aligning with your why and mm -hmm. having um, a reason that is, I mean, I like the reason for being healthy for your kids. And I think a lot of people, you know, finally come on board. So it's a very motivating reason, especially for, you know, older people or middle-aged people who are starting to con contemplate, you know, illness. But I think even that is one step removed, don't you? Like it's, it's still one step removed from your own inherent value for yourself, just for the sake of yourself. Yeah, I think it's different for every person. Yeah, it becomes more powerful when you really align it to what you believe in, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how has COVID um, changed things for you? Or, do you, or well, not changed because you really, you really launched right before this all happened. But how yeah. do you feel like that has maybe affected or catapulted your growth? Um, so it's really been... Um, uh, you know, a blessing to be able to help people during their time of need. I mean, a lot of trainers um, that we've been working with, you know, had to shut the doors of their gyms, had to close the studio doors. And, you know, the, for that being the only source of income and revenue and having that turned off, um, you know, being able to offer technology and marketplace, um, you know, as an alternative for them to continue on their business and grow and scale um, and, you know, save a, a lot of, you know, income struggles um, in that way has been um, really great and glad that we could do that and help people and be a part of that. Um, so that's been a, a huge thing for the past couple months during COVID. 
Yeah, and on, and on the user side, um, you know, now certain gyms are opening up to do outdoor workouts, and maybe somewhere on the country, few are doing indoor. But on the user side, there really became all of a sudden this dearth of options. Yeah, options yeah. and, you know, doing things when you want. It doesn't, you know, you can fit it in between, you know, schooling the kids like you know if your kids are still at home and you know there's a lunch break or something you know you can squeeze it in with a virtual class it's not um you know where in the past you to get access to high level instructors you would have to go to their gym or live in their city and now you can you know be working out with uh david higgins one of the um trainers that uses the platform and he's out in london and he trains um, wow. hollywood hollywood stars like margot robbie and samuel L. jackson and kumail um, and you can, you know, do those type of Hollywood style workouts without being in London or, you know, from anywhere in the world. Um, so it really gives um, people the power to choose and, you know, to do it when when they want to do it. Yeah, you, that you speak to the accessibility piece, which reminds me of something you said previously, which was um, that we didn't talk much about, which is the routine. And I think sometimes when we talk about exercise for people who are doing it regularly, to the ears of the person who isn't an avid exerciser, they think, well, it's not always joyful. And how do we get around that? Or the fact that maybe we know that at the end we'll feel good, but how do we get over the hump? And so you spoke to routine. Do you have a routine that you follow or is there some kind of mantra that you follow to get yourself over the hump? I'm sure you're not always motivated. Right? Yeah, no, not always motivated. Um, but we do. Yeah, we have features in the app for you to set like a weekly workout goal. And like I said before, it's more of the goal of creating that into a habit. So mine's three times a week. And it's great if I work out more than three times a week and I follow the programs within there with um, various trainers. Um, but, you know, my goal is, okay, let's find a good type of movement three times a week and not, you know, trying to do something like, oh, I have to do seven days. Um, so it's really just kind of finding that groove and finding something that I like or, you know, and, and sticking with it. And it is, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows and, oh, yes, every day <laughs> I want to do it. Yeah. And some, sometimes it's, um, you know, it's not a workout. It's just going and playing tennis with a friend, you know, so just changing up. And that's why I, you know, personally, like, um, I like different types of fitness, different categories, different things to always keep things changing and learning. And I think that's something, um, the learning piece that keeps fitness interesting. If you're always learning a new exercise or a new form, or, you know, trying to get better or learn, um, is a big piece. Yeah, which is which is also great for the versatility, you know, the versatility is also great for your body, right? Because mm -hmm. when we do the same thing over and over again, then we tend to get efficient and not necessarily get as the same degree of benefit as when we do something that we might be clumsy at and, you know, mm -hmm. not perfect at, but get more out of it. I also like the the modest goals. I think sometimes people set these lofty goals that set themselves up for failure um, but setting up a small goal, something just bite-sized, I always say, even yeah. if it's, you know, 10 minutes, right? That in and mm -hmm. of itself has value. And being happy with it too. That's something um, that we see a lot is that, you know, when people set these goals and they say, okay, my goal is work out two times a week for 10 minutes. And sometimes we get caught up in, oh, well, that's not good enough. Or, you know, other yeah. people work out longer than that, or, you know, in that comparison, 
um, thing that, you know, we all try to do, but, you know, it needs to be fought and with mindset. And, and um, but, you know, knowing that that is good, working out two times a week for 10 minutes, you know, going from not working out at all to doing that, that's real progress. And that's, you know, something that I think people really beat themselves up over is that what their progress is, isn't good enough, but it is. Yeah, and we all know that, right? We all know like we shouldn't be making comparisons. It doesn't feel good to make comparisons. There's no value to it, but it's still worth saying because I think even if you, even when you know, you subconsciously uh, sabotage yourself that way, even maybe not knowingly. Mm -hmm. um, and it is true, these, these short bouts are effective. And I actually went to a conference uh, several months ago where they were talking about different variations of HIT or high intensity interval training, right? And showed that even um, two minute and three minute and five minute spurts of HIT were in improving people's cardiopulmonary fitness. Mm -hmm. So it's like it, it takes such a minuscule amount to start achieving benefit. I think that's really, um, it's motivating to realize how uh, open and um, how open our bodies are, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, forgiving in a way so that even mm -hmm. if you haven't done it for years and don't do a, a big amount that your body is so forgiving and is <laughs> yeah. respond to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. I want to talk a little bit about the entrepreneurship side. So yeah. I get it. You were you were a yoga instructor and you were mm -hmm. doing all these super eclectic things at the time mm -hmm. farm in a farm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so very eclectic. Um, but then how did you go from that logistically? Yeah. Uh, and first of all, how did that idea even come up? Yeah. So it's been a long journey of ups and downs. I'll try and give you the shortened version, but, um, it, yeah, it came up through, I would always write down different flows and sequences on a piece of paper and I would go back and read them and I would read like left foot, right foot, turn, do this. And I was like, what was I talking about? I know that was a cool move, uh, you know? And I was like, oh, I wish I had a video library to be able to sequence them together and create classes. So that's where the idea of the technology came. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's evolved and changed since then. But then I, um, I was still in my last semester at, in college at the time and I took out a personal loan um, to get the app built because my background is not in technology and I took out the loan and, um, scary, it, right? Oh, very scary because yeah. then I paid, um, the developers to make it and they stole my money. <laughs> yeah. So that was the start of the journey. Didn't have an app, lost a lot of money, still, you know, was paying the loans every single month. And, you know, trying to figure out what, what to do next. Um, and at the time I was also living, um, in, at my parents' house and they had downsized, uh, since I left for college. So they didn't have a room for me. So my mom said, we can just, you know, you can live in the living room. You, we can take the couch and pull it away from the wall and put a twin mattress behind the couch. So I was living in my parents' living room behind the couch on the floor and lost a bunch of money and sitting there like, Oh gosh, what do I do next? You know, I really believe in this. I really believe this could help a lot of people out there. Um, and that's, you know, what kept me going and fast forward two years later, raising, um, VC money, um, from an investor, um, here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Well, they're actually in Cary, North Carolina and, um, co-founders capital. And, 
you know, being able to have money to hire a great team. And that is the best part about all this is all the amazing people that um, are part of WAM and have created and the trainers and our awesome CTO, Brian Marks, he's amazing. And so it's all of the amazing people that have come together now um, with the same mission and goals to build this company and, you know, create ideas and um, really bring it to life. That's amazing. You know, they, we talked about the benefits of exercise in, you know, various aspects of our lives. And um, like I said, there is, there is so much data for like productivity in the workplace and they, they've also done all these studies for entrepreneurs and how it helps that segment in particular um, because it is a very, uh, you know, I chose medicine, which was a super safe playing field, long, but safe. Um, and when I segued into creating Dell Nutrition, I realized, wow, it takes a lot of um, flexibility and resilience to be able to have that entrepreneur's mindset. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like being a um, fitness person? How do you feel like your exercise helped you in that pursuit? I mean, I think it was just the, you know, the ability to overcome things that were thrown our way being able to, you know, take all those challenges and, you know, not give up um, in the same perspective, you know, with fitness, it's like you, you hear the instructor yelling, all right, 10 more seconds, and you just push through. Um, so all of those same things can be applied in, in the business world. And, you know, it just got to the point where, you know, I was still and still to this day believe in everything that we're doing. So um, that's where the drive and everything comes from. So right, Carly, just really that belief in the benefits of movement and how it, it can motivate other aspects of your life, um, you know, and it really does help in so many areas, including entrepreneurship. So that really speaks to the why, right? Mm -hmm. Aligning with your own why. I love that. So tell me a little bit about other kind of healthy behaviors that you practice. Do you have a regimen? What is part of your wellness routine? Yeah, I mean, it, it's really going back to what can I, what type of movement can I incorporate in my daily routine, whether it's working out, whether it's going for a walk, um, you know, and I'm not the type of person that I'm very restrictive on my diet. I believe in, you know, eating for health and, and wellness and not in, okay, I can't have that cookie or I can't have this it's more of like, oh yeah, I'm going to put like spinach in that because it's good for me, <laughs> you know? So I kind of have like a loose, um, you know, guideline on, you know, you have to do this and you have to do that, but more just focused on, you know, health and wellness as a holistic experience. Yeah. It sounds like maybe kind of like what I tell people is that, you know, like make it matter, even yeah. if it's a cookie, right. And if it's giving you pleasure, make it matter as opposed to mindless eating, which is sometimes something mm -hmm. that we do. Mm-hmm. So for people out there who are uh, still the majority, maybe, who are having trouble motivating, um, what would you offer as, as a tip? Mm, so many different things, hard to pick. Um, but it, yeah, just asking yourself your why. Why do you want to get um, started on your fitness journey? And, you know, writing it down, talking to yourself in the mirror. Sometimes we we say things in our head, but it doesn't sound real or meaningful until you say them out loud. Um, with your actual voice, even sometimes I feel weird doing that, talking to myself in the mirror. I feel awkward, even though nobody is around. 
Um, it does make it concrete. Yeah. 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 And writing it down and saying it out loud. Um, and, you know, it doesn't have to be something that you talk about with other people. It could be just something that, you know, you're talking to yourself or, you know, sharing it with friends and family and getting that support system around you, um, you know, inviting a friend to join you. Uh, that's a also a fun thing to do kind of hard with Corona, but you, <laughs> you can find different ways to virtually distance. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I love that. Well, where can we find more about you and where can we find, I guess we can download your app at the app store. Yes. So the app is actually invite only right now. So Hmm. if you have interest in getting access to the app and all the various trainers and workouts, um, you can email me at it's Carly at wham.io. So K A R L Y at W A A M dot I O. Um, and I will get you hooked up. <laughs> That's awesome. And you're also on social media, right? Yes. Social media, Wham app. Wham app. Well, perfect. Thank you, Carly, for your time and for sharing your journey. And yeah. I'm, I know that you've inspired our guests and our listeners to take a small bite, right? Get started. Yeah. With something yeah small. Get started with something small and, you know, develop those habits and, and have fun. That's what it's about. I mean, life's too short to, you know, to not have fun. Thank you so much, Carly. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for having me.